Yeah, hello, it's Winston here, Aaron Bones HQ, and this week on the podcast, the boys are going to be reviewing Poltergeist. Steve Freeling lives with his wife, Diane, and their three adorable little rascals, Dana, Robbie, and Caroline, in Southern California, where he sells houses for the company that built the neighborhood. It starts with a few odd occurrences, such as broken dishes, furniture moving around, and his scented candles being tossed out the blooming window. However, he soon realizes that something truly evil haunts his home, so Steve calls in a team of parapsychologists, led by Dr. Lesh, to help before it's too late. The house looks just like the one next to it, and the one next to that. And the one next to that. A young couple live in it. Give Ken a kiss. <laughs> you are so unlucky. With their three children. <laughs> and something more. Sweetie, remember last night? Do you remember when you woke up and you yes. said you're here? Uh-huh. Well, who did you meet? Who's here? TV people. Something's funny going on here next door. Something, uh... We were wondering if maybe you had experienced any disturbances lately. What kind of disturbances? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. So this is our episode 24, Poltergeist. Are you there, Steve? Yo, I am here. Graham? Oh, yes. There's no Paul this week, but we have Jess with us. Hello. You are there? Welcome, uh, very Jess. Clear. <laughs> welcome. Uh, not too much bad language, hopefully. What yeah, behave you yourself, Jess. There we go. <laughs> All right. Off he goes. Straight in there. <laughs> Offensive. So what we've been up to this week? Me, not too much. Just absolutely working. Um, I've seen Jess as well, which was great. Um, how about you, Steve? Anything interesting? Any pumping this week? Or No pumping. Everyone's just been working along. Well, no, no pumping. I have been planning my uh, new car. I'm specking my new car. You're buying a new car. I That's think it's news. finally time. I've finally found a car I really want. Okay. And you haven't actually rung me up to tell me about it. No, nope. I'm not going to tell you about it now either. I feel, I feel Ooh, offended this by this, for but another... we'll discuss it later. It's one for another time. I'm not revealing anything now because I may change my mind, but well, it's it on the card. The time, would it? I really want this car. Sounds good. Did you say mm. really or weirdly? No, really, really. Okay. Had to check. Had to check. You know. Well, why would I say I weirdly want this car? That's a that's a weird <laughs> well, idea. Weird. Well, that's weirdly weird. Weirdly. I, I, I weirdly wanted a CRZ. You know. <laughs> well, that's just plain weird. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> However, this is not weird. This is just cool. Okay. Well, we look forward to hearing all all about it. All yeah. Right. We'll, we'll hear a bit more next is. week then. Pardon. We're here a bit more next week, will we? A bit more update next week, I think, yeah. Why yeah I, th- I think you've, you've got to get in quick, dude, because, uh, you know, 
I do know someone who who bought themselves a new car um, back in February time, right. and they still haven't got it because of the whole COVID shit going on. Well, yeah, that's one of the things. Yeah, there even is without, that to even, consider. Even without the COVID shit, there's about a six month waiting list on it. So, you know, ah, pretty it's exclusive. Not, it's not going to be it's not gonna hmm. be an, an instant thing. Even if I ordered it now, but German. I'll let you. I'll let it be known that it's German. <laughs> it is German. Mm. How about you, Graham? Kitchen finished? Um, I, I, I've still failed to change two of the cupboard doors. I don't know how Josie puts up with it, mate. Oh no, no. <laughs> she's she's very tolerant. She's t- very tolerant. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Um, mostly work. You know, sort of got projects ongoing so uh they've been occupying a lot of time i think i knocked off about half midnight last night so whoa that's a late one isn't it it, it was a bit of a late one but I, i'm not claiming time off in lieu for it because it was my choice okay well yeah. bit of a hero there We've how about you been... jess <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry Carry on, you're, jess. you're no, done it's, it's you're all... done graham i, I am yeah <laughs> <laughs> jess haven't really done a lot this week. I saw you for a bit. Oh, yes, you did see me. And yeah. tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Yes, ice cream. Yes, definitely. Go yeah. ice cream. Seeing Kev is the most interesting your week gets. Yeah, I don't really do a lot. You do have my sympathies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on to Poltergeist. So this was made in 1982. I was very young then. You guys must have been even younger. Some of us not even alive. Mm. I was so, a little bit younger, yeah. So this film's nearly two hours long. It had a budget of ten million. It made 121 million. Rotten tomatoes. What are you thinking, Steve? Um, I accidentally looked earlier. So okay, Graham. <laughs> um I'll say I reckon 76. Mm. How about you, Jess? What's the rating out of? Is it 100? Out of 100, yeah. Mm. Oh, I'll go 80. It was 86, which is uh, oh. pretty good. Right, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. So it was directed by Toby Hooper. We all know who Toby Hooper is? I Not read it earlier. He, heard heard of the, he directed and wrote the te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, did he now? What, the original? The second, yep. Right, okay. And the second one. So yep. he was asked to direct, to direct this movie because of Spielberg, and there are stories that kind of Spielberg directed it, really. But um, because Spielberg was not allowed to direct it because he was filming E.T. I have to, I have to say, I mean, obviously... You know Spielberg's name is all over the credits, and one thing it I did like notice yeah. was that certain scenes, particularly at the start of the film, had a very, very ET feel to them. Well, it certainly didn't feel like a Toby Hooper film no. to me. Anyway, I, I, I wouldn't say I've seen enough of his work to make that comparison. Well, but... you need to, and maybe we do the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because it is—it's a very good film. Hmm. I think you'd enjoy it, Graham. Um, okay. 
Uh, actually, so, if it had been my choice this week, that was actually going to be it. What, the original? No. Not 1974 or like no, a remake? Two, the, I think it's 2007, maybe? No, remake? it doesn't yeah. exist. We, we covered this last week. I don't believe in remakes. No one's asking you. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that remake, if you remember, many years ago, Kev, I could have got the year wrong. To be fair, but I watched it with you around Steve Ward's house. I think did we? Oh. It's the first time I'd ever seen it, any version. So that's the version that registers with me, and I do have that on. Uh, yes, yeah, day by day. Yeah, it's a good film. It's all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. So I even thinking of suggesting that, but that's irrelevant. Right now, because I don't think we're choosing next week, are we? I think we should do it just to annoy Graham, really. So, who who is choosing next week? Wasn't it? I think no, it's you, it, oh, it's I know. The 25th, the big 25th anniversary. Next week is Triangle. Uh, yeah, with yeah, Baghead I might, Jess. I might be not busy literally, next not week. Jess is with us, but Baghead Jess. Baghead Jess. What? I, I, yes, you'll see next week. I'm, Baghead I'm sorry, Jess. I'm lost. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you haven't seen Triangle, so you won't. <laughs> the main character is called Jess. Um, yeah, I see. She had a bag on her head. It was at that point Jess decided to quit the Bones Hopper <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we might have quite a lot <laughs> of questions for you. Just have you might... watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jess? Uh, yes, that's a film I was forced to watch at uni. Which, what, the original or remake? I, I'm trying to figure that out by looking at some of the pictures. I, I, it must have been the original I would have watched because I don't think my lecturers would have made us watch a remake. Because they don't yeah. exist. They would probably say the same thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is how, how, how forceful was it? You say you were forced to watch it. You know, were you like tied to the well, chairs? You know, it was like that scene in Clockwork Orange. Her eyes were propped up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd, you'd go in, you'd have your 50 minute lecture, and then they would say, like, this is the film we're going to watch, which fits that week's theme. And then they would leave, and then you'd go to the seminar afterwards where you'd discuss the film. So you couldn't really get away with not watching it. If you went to yeah. a seminar without watching it, you did tell, I mm. guess. Yeah. They don't notice so much around here. I, I wouldn't worry university. about it. <laughs> yeah, Gra- Graham, Jess did. What, what was it? Did you do it at university? I always get it wrong. So what, what was the course you did at uni, Jess? Uh, film and television production. There you go. I see. So it's quite handy having Jess on her to give, you know... Yeah, somebody knows what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, and no, she likes I, horror. I'm, That's a real novelty. <laughs> I, I, make, I, I make no bones about the uh, the benefit of having an academic on the show. Yeah, well, mm. we, we do need some intelligence on her. Right. I try. I, I said an academic. I said nothing about intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> um, keep your bones so to yourself. <laughs> so we had... So I'm going to name three. Jo Beth Williams was the mum, Diane Freeling, and Craig T. Nelson was Stephen Freeling, and Heather O'Rourke played Carol Ann oh. um, Freeling. So that's, that's three actors. Um, I don't think they've been in much that I've seen anyway. It spawned two sequels and a remake, so Poltergeist 2, The Other Side, and Poltergeist 3, and the... The remake in 2015, I think. Not definite. I think it was 2015. And I think there is talk of another remake. Really? Yeah. Not sure why. Okay. There you go. So should we get on to like what I enjoyed about the film before I get to my facts and things? Mm -hmm. By all means. Go for it. Yeah. So I, I really like 
the couple, but the, the, the mum and the dad, I think they seem to get on really well and that kind of really worked mm. in the film, you know, where they were having a smoke together and just having <laughs> fun and there was a lot of comedy between them, like even in some of the kind of more mm. scary scenes. I just think they worked really well and kind of I'd, I'd never seen the film kind of, I've never really concentrated on that couple before. It was just like a scary movie, but like maybe because I'm a bit older, it just made more sense and yeah. maybe reminded me a bit of fun I used to have with my wife before, you know, we got old. I don't know, but before I you thought got that old was written serious. Yes. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. The special effects at times were still great and at times. Which ones? We're a bit. Um, <laughs> the ones I struggled a little bit with. Um, they're like the. Was it the first, like ghosty thing that comes out of the telly and all wispy and that, and that looks quite. Yeah, crap. that's not too bad, really. Well, I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't like that, but I really liked. You know where his face comes off and things. What in yeah. the bath? In the sink? Yeah, mm-hmm. I really yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I thought that was good. I thought the lights we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. I think I like <laughs> that. And I thought that was great. That's more like the society kind of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's not a recommendation. You do realize is, that, Kev? It, is, have you I seen thought... Society, Jess? No. Don't. 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 Okay. <laughs> it's mental. No, but I, I did think the special effects where they they came out of the other dimension covered in jam. I thought that was quite convincing. The slimy stuff. No, yeah. jam. It was clearly jam. It was jam, was it? Yeah. I'm not sure Still. if it was jam. It was a little too pink for jam. It yeah, it's been smeared like, out a bit. Jelly. Yeah. No, 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 no. Jelly. jelly. Well, in, in, America, in America, Fine, jam jelly. is jelly, so we'll call it jelly. <laughs> Don't there you go. Jello. Isn't it called jello or something? Yeah, I yeah. think what we call jelly, they call jello. Yeah. And they call and jam, jam jelly. jelly. Oh, blimey. Really? really? Yeah. So they, mix... they are weird over there. They call jam jelly. Yes. They? Where do you think peanut but PB and J comes from? Peanut butter and jelly. So it's peanut butter and jam. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know well, why the hell did you ever put jam, jam anywhere near peanut butter. Peanut butter, butter. Jelly. It's a yeah. ridiculous like peanut idea. butter jelly time. Why would Abs- you do that, American insane. listeners? <laughs> why would you do it? You should just do they know? eat jam and peanut butter donuts? Because I just can't well, see that I being a thing that donuts, goes together. But, 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 that but could work. A, a typical, no. a, a classic sandwich in America, or one of the you know typical flavors you get is peanut butter and jam. Can you buy that in sh- shop? <laughs> I don't know about buying in shop, but it's it's like you know, uh, you've seen the Breakfast Club. Yes. Yeah. When Bender nicks, um, I can't remember uh, character name, but um, Anthony Michael Hall's lunch. He looks like ah oh, PB and J with the crusts cut off. <laughs> You know, a very good he impression. Was he Australian? <laughs> no, he's not. But that is yeah. that is peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, but what do they call jam in Australia? I don't fucking know. Oh, I thought you were the authority on jam. <laughs> it's like the technicalities keep coming out. I mean, what about if we were in Australia? I'm just saying, you know, I don't think it was. I don't think it was jam that. Uh, you do seem to be our jam specialist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Having rethought about it, I think it would be better if they came out of the other dimension covered in peanut butter. <laughs> who's making that noise? Hey, who's typing really loud at you lot? That's Jess. That's me. Jeff. The mic picks it up. Sorry. 
Yes. Mute your mic when typing. I was Googling what jam's called in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, perfectly acceptable. What is it called, Jess? Uh, I think it's just jam. Jam. Say <laughs> <laughs> that's called, called jam, uh, mate. Jam, our Australian mate. cousins are not as retarded as our American. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that, should I? Oh, go figure. Foghorn. Where's my foghorn? <laughs> okay. So that was about it, really. I like the face coming off, and I like you the like, couple. You like the face coming off, and Stephen and likes the jam. I, I like jam. the trees. I like the tree scene. I thought that was quite cool. I liked. Mm. I really liked the. Well, I don't actually. I, I like the pool scene near the end, but I'll talk about that later. Um, and it was generally a good movie. My 11 year old watched it with me, and he absolutely loved it. So I'm pleased yeah. about that. And it, he said it was. Funny enough, really that's about good. how old I was when I first saw it. I think I'm, I might have been, to be honest. Maybe, maybe a little bit older. I think I was quite a bit younger. I don't I remember much of it. But... Given who your dad is, that doesn't surprise me. Uh... <laughs> it wasn't even dad that showed me, it was my mum. Yeah. Uh... yeah. She loves horrors. She's good. So, should we move on to you, Steve? Let's have some positives. Well, I can give some positives, but there was one bit of it which I found particularly emotional and cruel. Which yeah. was, there was a guy on a bicycle with a massive 24-pack of beer under his arm. And the kids, <laughs> they got these radio-controlled cars. I knew you'd feel for him. And they, they made him drop it. And they were all laughing at him. And I was like, man, that's a national emergency. That's Yeah, come on. it wasn't Stella. I found that quite funny because he brought it. They were in the house, right? And they're having the issues with remote control and stuff. But one of the beers was still spraying across the room. I know. And no yeah. one gave a toss, did they? You could have grabbed that and like at least sprayed it into a glass <laughs> or opened it and then poured it in. Do you know what? I once had a beer explode in the car because it flew off the seat, okay? And I pulled over because it was going everywhere. And I stood it on the door sill, spraying out of this little tiny pinhole, really slow, well, fast, but there was hardly any coming out. And it was going to take ages. And I sat there and I thought, oh, God, this is going to take ages. And I'm pacing around going, come on. It never occurred to me I could still open it and just empty it out. I was literally going to wait for it to all come out of that tiny hole. That's just how I thought you were a junket, to be honest. Well, no, I was being a dumbass. It's like it's already <laughs> it's, it's been opened. He, he was too drunk to work out. <laughs> I'd already drunk the other 20, 23. That was the problem. On the way home. Yeah. <laughs> But my, my thought process was, ah, oh, this is going to be a pain. I was just literally going to stand there and wait. And after about five minutes, I thought, why am I doing this? Why don't I just open it or tip yeah, it out or drink bulb. it? Yeah. yeah, the little light bulb came on. The hamster started pedaling the wheel again or whatever. <laughs> um, so I thought that was a bit emotional. And then yeah. you mentioned the remote control thing. Mm. What is that all about? I didn't quite understand. They both, they both had the same telly and the same remote. So then they were... Every time they changed channel, it was changing the other one's channel. Yeah, but they got competitive about it. Yeah. Yeah, because he was just being an arsehole, wasn't he? The bloke it's next because door, it's but... Spielberg. Yeah, but how do you win that? I don't understand. What Everybody's going to watch the same thing. or you, what's, what, Where does that end? Well, it well, didn't, did it? They just it started... This is Hollywood, you know. It's not meant to make sense. Well, that's good, because it, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, what, what are they trying to prove? Anyway, 
Um, my, my batteries are more charged than yours. Yeah. Oh, it's like who's got the most powerful remote to control the two TVs? Yeah, they were just, yeah, they were just they were stupid, really. They were yeah. the same remotes. Yeah. But then probably that neighbors. did happen. That probably did happen in those days. Yeah. Pro- probably didn't, because I'm pretty sure that at that time they were using infrared, and based on the position of the door and the television, there's no way... They uh, they would have been able to control each other. Now we've got a jam specialist and a remote control specialist. <laughs> so, I'm a fan of science, okay? Yeah, I can see. Let's get his remote control and cover it in jam and see what it does. <laughs> and stick it up his ass. Yeah. Hang on a minute. <laughs> I'm all for the jam, but where does sticking up somebody's backside come into it? Oh dear. Just funny, so, isn't it? So Steve. Mm. Yeah, where were we? Anything else? So, what basically happens, I remember, yeah. is poltergeists were trying to possess a tree that was eating the the younger kid. Well, not the younger kid, the the, the boy kid. I can't remember his name. Is is this your synopsis of the film? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Paul's already done one. I'm the, well, sorry, Winston. Well, uh, no, but they, this is where it all came to a head, wasn't it? When the, the tree came in the window and grabbed the boy, and he, he, was, he was trying to eat him. And while they were all going, oh, rescue him, um, the girl was just alone upstairs and got eaten by a ward, uh, well, cupboard. Yeah, she got eaten by the cupboard, which is nice. I like that. Yeah. And then kind of disappeared was... into the TV, or you her like voice that. started coming out of the TV. Yeah, I like yeah. people getting eaten by cupboards and... Yeah. You, you, you like the idea of somebody's daughter being eaten by a cupboard. I well, I suppose we should point out for Kev's benefit, actually, the, the highlight, surely, which he didn't mention, actually, in his review so far, was the chairs moving around and stacking themselves on the table. That, that, that mm. stacked, that was brilliant, because someone actually did that. Yeah, that, that was a one-take <laughs> shoot. <laughs> someone actually took the time, they probably got a chair specialist in, <laughs> and and actually stacked them, yep. That way, that, but yeah, yeah. But no, the point being that, as I say, that was a one take shoot. So that once, wasn't green screened, was it? That no. Was real. One, once the chairs were out of frame, there was two, three. I don't know how many people involved, but they went in, and that, that it was really to stack them in that manner. That was a short amount of time. So you know the the, the stage hands, whatever you want to call them. A really good job on that. I've done a good job. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was amazing. Did you like the chairs, the special effect chairs going round the room? I thought that was a little bit dated. Well, yeah. But I don't really see how you could get that wrong. We had this argument before. It's like, how realistically can a chair move around the room? Yeah, I suppose. It It was good enough for me. Yeah, and you never it, saw it, them get stacked, so you know we can no. draw. But when they put their daughter on it in a little American football helmet, I thought that was a bit, given the nature of it, a little bit risky. They could have fired her through the wall. That <laughs> was the eighties. <laughs> well, they did put a helmet on for protection, to be fair. But she said yeah, it burned. That, that was overkill health and safety back she then. Said, she said after, oh, that burned. <laughs> I was like, oh dear, burns. How old was she? Looked like Carol Ann at that time when that film was made. I think she was supposed to be about three or four, I would have said. Yeah, but I think she was actually six or seven. Yeah. But she died literally. Anyway, we'll get on to that later. Literally, she would have been seven when the movie was released. Yeah, and with Ben. And and she died six years later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sad. Anyway, after all of that palaver, 
she's in the TV, someone's not quite been eaten by a tree, and they decide to go out and recruit Margaret Thatcher and the diversity dimwits. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was was an odd choice. (laughs) The guy guy with the glasses, it was like a little bit of a bridge and two massive window frames he was wearing. Unbelievably. Was he he the one whose face came off? Yeah, he was the one who dropped his glasses in the sink and then decided the best course of action would be to take his face off. Very good. Well, at least it didn't. He he thought he was doing that, but he actually wasn't. He was hallucinating, wasn't wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so they all and come Margaret, in, yeah, and, and they were a bit disturbed by the fact that one of the most spectacular things they'd ever seen was a car that moved on its own from one point to another over the course of seven hours or something. Yeah, and then it they opened them a this, bit of a surprise. This yeah. door to the bedroom where Carol Ann had disappeared from, and there's lamps flying around and compasses playing records and all kinds of madness happening right in front of them. No question about it. So they they were a little bit disturbed by that. I think it was a little bit more spectacular than they were ready for. I have to yeah. say that when when I was watching this now uh, <clears throat> this time around, I did notice there are certain parallels between uh, that particular group of people, you know, Margaret Thatcher and the dumbasses, or whatever you call them, and uh, and actually, you know, the Ghostbusters as released in nineteen eighty four. It's a very, very similar setup. Kind of. It's not a patch on Ghostbusters, though, I don't oh, think, as a well, film. I mean, as, as a film, no. But what I mean is, you know, if you if you consider the setup, they were university students. She, she even talks about... Um, <coughs> excuse me. She even talks about the fact that there's no real qualification in parapsychology. Yeah. Whereas in two years later... Apparently, Peter Venkman has PhDs in parapsychology and psychology. Yeah, okay. So they hadn't quite managed to pioneer that discipline. At well, that apparently point. not. But I, I just yeah. thought, you know, there, there were some real similarities between, you know, these three university students compared to the three that we were going to see two years later. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. Well... Uh, Sorry, I've derailed you a bit there, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I fell asleep. Yeah, well, so this is probably yeah, what happened to me. <laughs> that sort of shortly afterwards happened to me, but I think, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're... I quite like the bit with the little lady that's a bit like Yoda. Yeah, <sighs> the Yoda lady. Yeah. Her and, name was Zan- Gina as- Barons, is it? Tan- Tangina Barons. In, yeah. yeah. In, in, I think, one of the films, it might have been the third one, referred to as the Magic Munchkin. Right. Yeah, she's a bit like a Magic Munchkin. She was called the Magic Munchkin? Yeah, in the third film, I think it was. Why? What? Because she was small? or? Well, because she was small and psychic. Magic Munchkin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but her her approach to things I thought was quite radical. So what you had was a room at the top of the stairs with an out of control projector in it, firing out of the room. And so she thought the best thing to do was throw tennis balls at it. 
Yeah, I don't know what the tech. Yeah, to, and they they I... came out of a little hole in the roof in the lounge, which was interesting. But I'm not entirely sure. Was that just to prove that, or were the tennis balls that were numbered? Coming, yeah, right, they had to be. Numbered, were they actually yeah. supposed to do something like? Because there was I quite think, a backlash. I think it, was, when she... it was to prove sequence and and time dilation. What? So after one comes three. Well, yeah. The idea being, because essentially. As I understand it, Carol Ann, the little girl, she's trapped in what in what is essentially a parallel dimension within the same house. In the TV, yeah. Well, yeah. That well, communication happens through the TV when it's yeah. not receiving other signals. Indeed. But, but apparently, your tennis ball can travel through the TV and out into the lounge, which is you know. Well, yeah, yeah, but that that that's the portal between the two two dimensions, right? Where, why did it? Why were some older watches and stuff coming through? Because like, some of them were like of our time. Or that's because like um, Carol Ann was actually a hoarder as well. <laughs> she hoarded people's <laughs> well, that's watches. If, if some of them really old, if something has gone into the portal via whatever means, then it may travel straight through. As the tennis balls and the rope did, but it may get stuck in the parallel universe as Carol Ann did for an amount of time. Right. So essentially, you know, if you think of it, it's you. You know, you've got two portals. You've got an entry and an exit. But between the two, there is this whole parallel dimension. And a massive and part of jump that someone possible. accidentally tripped over and knocked a whole load of watches and random crap out of the exit. Yeah. Yeah, and they all fell out. Yeah. There exactly. we go. We've solved that. Yeah. Good. <laughs> there you right, go. that's that sorted. Right, I'll shut up now. I think I'll How about you, how about you Graham? What did you love about this film? Things I liked about that I I did like a lot of the practical effects. Yep. Um the lighting effects were troublesome because um, you know, it, it was overly strobed. Well, but, in places. Yeah, especially, you know, when the TV is sitting on the on the white noise channel, massive overuse of strobe and very little thought for placement. You know, the TV is not going to be projecting its own light onto the top of itself. So, you know, technical wizardry there, not so good. But a lot of the practical effects, like you say, the jam on whatever exits the <laughs> whatever exits the portal, you know, it, it was it was very good. Um, you know, e- even even things like the tree eating the boy were pretty well done for the time. Oh. Some of the special effects, like the tornado. And some of the the apparitions, not so great. However, well, I say about practical effects, but the the face peeling scene, it was it, it has aged very badly, as badly yeah. as Arnie cutting his own eye out in Terminator. Yeah, these, it was. Kind of, these, it went from a bloke looking in the mirror to a mannequin. Yeah, in like yeah. from one shot to the other. These are two films that really show that the 80s hadn't quite got the art of, you know, animatronics and prosthetics down. No, not quite. Well, I liked it. I'm I'm not saying I didn't like it, necessarily. I'm just saying, you know, 
it's not without its flaws. Um, the and and you know the, the special effects when they go into the room and as you said, you know, you got a compass on the record, everything's just flying around the room. You got a lamp that screws its lampshade on and suddenly turns on. It was just, it was dated. Very much so, yeah, yeah, that was. There was no, <clears throat> you know, my boy even mentioned that. Alex. Yeah, you give it a, you give it a bit of a pass because it was made in the early eighties, and at the time, these would have been probably considered fairly groundbreaking effects. But watching it back now, you think, yeah, you really didn't get what was possible. Well, it probably oh, wasn't possible film? then. Well, possibly not, but. Because I'd, I'd quite like to know, because in that room, the stuff rattling around on the floor looked quite convincing because that's what was happening. But the stuff floating around in the air, like the record, the compass and the uh, the lamp, that kind of looked like really primitive CGI to me. But in the I, in 82, I don't think they would have even had that, would they? I don't I don't think I think it was it, it was a combination of green screen stop motion animation whatever i don't i don't know the exact process necessarily yeah well it didn't look but very convincing anyway but interesting the scene while while the while the boy is being eaten by the tree and carol ann is left in the room on her own and being sucked into the wardrobe the the practical effects there because i i, I actually wonder if they had her on on a rotating set To, mm. So that you know, yeah, because every the way everything was falling into the um, into the wardrobe, it, it it did look like you know things had been slant. So I, I think the practical effects do do certainly get a nod in this film. Nice, nice. Much more, Graham. So should I get on to Jess? Get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still awake, Jess? Uh, just about, yeah. <laughs> um, I think most of what I had written down has been answered. Like, what's the goose supposed to be? Um, jam. Uh, one of the things at the beginning of the film, but I don't know if anyone else noticed, um, at two minutes and ten seconds into the film, when the dog walks into the children's room, before it goes through the room, someone walks past the door. Really? And I, that's Ooh. not supposed to be in there. Um yeah, someone in a red t-shirt just walks that. past the door. So I had to go back and watch it, and I was like, "No one's in that room that's awake." Um, so yeah, I'm, I what was I'm, that, like, then? I'm like this. I'm going to have to rewatch the film now just to see that. But I'm yeah. also like the fact. I'm also like the fact we've got someone here who gives time codes. <laughs> well, yeah, because I watched it and I was just like, I carried on watching because I was like, "Oh, maybe someone is awake in that room," uh, and there wasn't. Um, so yeah, I didn't know if it was supposed to be like a ghost or something, but then I realised that you don't actually see any people in the no, film. I, th- I think it was the dog trainer. So, yeah, probably was. It probably was. Um, but yeah, and one thing that I really hated in this film, which is weird for me because they've never freaked me out before in anything else, is the clown. <laughs> I really hate that clown. Like, I don't know why any kid would want something that gruesome in their room. I was going to say, you know, if, it's if, if clowns are so scary as a result of everything we've been taught, why the hell would you buy your kid a clown toy? Yeah, that's horrific. Like, but yeah, mm-hmm. that that is a particularly shit one. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was one bit where he went to... Oh yeah, when he looks under the bed 
I couldn't watch. Like that's the only part of the film that I kind of had to look away a bit because I knew it was going to make me jump. Um, I think the only part that I jumped at in the whole film as well, which was a really tiny thing, when the mum is stood outside the children's store, um, and the rooms, like they can't go in there because obviously all the stuff's flying around and whatever, um, and she's calling out to Carol Ann. Um, and trying to talk to her and she goes to open a door and there's a really loud scream and the door slams shut that made me jump that was <laughs> the only part of the film that really Ooh. made me jump but that's because it was like so it. loud I think I kind of mm. like that I mean obviously first of all the, the, the jump scare you were expecting under the bed mm. it didn't come when you were thinking of it Yeah, because you were expecting the clown to come out from under the bed but no you pan back up and there he is. <laughs> yeah, with his long arms that were yeah. so yeah, creepy. They are they are incredibly long arms for a toy clown <laughs> as well. <laughs> okay. Shall I get on to some some bits I learned about this film? Yeah. Yes, about please. it being about it being cursed. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. So you, like, you can play your Twilight theme music now, over this bit. Yeah, well I could do it. There's three children in this film so you've got the old we haven't really mentioned the older daughter now I don't know what it's because it, she's within, barely in it she, yeah but we're, we're within a couple of years of this film being made she was murdered and strangled huh. and uh, I think the guy did it actually only got a couple of years so she was she was murdered and Carol Ann so at 12 years old after making the third movie, died of bowel complications. I don't know what the actual she had actually wrong with her, but it had been going on a little while. So she died. The the guy who peeled his face off, the investigator, he was murdered with an axe about six years after that film was made. Wow. Which is that's three kind of major characters there, all dead within a few years of release. Well, um, let's put a cheery spin on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the thing, one of my favourite scenes in this was the mum at the end in the pool with the skeletons. Mm. Um, and she was really panicking because there was a lot of lights and electricity above that pool that I think she felt weren't safe. But also, apparently, the skeletons were real humans. Yeah, I have I have heard that rumor, um, and she does look generally true scared. I don't know if it's true or not, but I have heard that they were real. I've, I've, I've heard it used. a few times. Yeah, so so she does look generally scared. So there you go on that one. Mm. Do you know what poltergeist means? Mm-hmm. Is it something to do with a Polish it's, person? It's, it's German for noisy ghost. So Ooh. I found that interesting. Yeah. And the other thing, the last little thing I'm going to say on this, that no one dies in this movie. No, they just died afterwards, apparently. They died <laughs> in real life. They didn't actually... Um, no, I suppose many, not. Many televisions were harmed during the making of this film, I think. Yeah, also, something I, I didn't bring up earlier that I found myself thinking about is, you know, when they... The mother character, whose name I've forgotten as usual, was trying to rescue the two kids 
from the room where they were being sucked towards something. Yeah. What was it they were being sucked towards? The it was some kind of cavity. It, it, it was the cupboard, but it manifested itself into the demon's throat, I guess. Is that what yeah. it was? With uh, weird that's long my, my interpretation. Weird long tongue. That was a weird tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't really even know what it was. I was like, what orifice is that? <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah, it looked like a tentacle. It, yeah. it could have been the devil's ass. Who knows? The devil's ass. It could easily have been. I, I have been to the devil's ass, so. You know, yes, we I consider myself an authority. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice to know, Graham. Yeah. Okay. There's that night out with Paul where you're visiting the devil's arsehole. Yeah, no, they no, both no, that's no, where they no. both originated from. <laughs> <laughs> that's where they were that's where they were born. No, no, no. It was a holiday in Derbyshire with the missus. When you went uh, to somewhere <laughs> the devil's arsehole? Yeah. It's a cave. Like, oh. Okay. Oh, that's totally different. Well, I thought you were talking about Graham. Yeah, oh, I'm glad I love you to let us know your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get on to uh, boners. Do we have to? <laughs> yes. Um, loved this film and watched it for many years. My boy loved it. I am going to watch the second and the third one. Over he's, he's asked me to, so that'll be happening over the next week. So I'll talk about it next week. Um, I'll probably do the uh, remake as well. But I'm, I'm kind of whether to give it seven or eight. I think I'm going to give it an eight. Because, yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to give it an eight. I'm feeling generous tonight. How about you, Steve? I think uh, six. Okay. What was the reasoning for, you know, well, not enjoy it as much, or is it you didn't think it aged as well, or it, well, or did you never like it really anyway? What I hadn't. It was so long ago since I've watched it. I remembered virtually nothing apart from the old chair moving about. So this was almost like watching it afresh. And I would say like. Many things really. It's just not really my cup of tea for something to. I'd, I'd rather watch Ghostbusters. Yeah. If we're if we're going for a paranormal film of the eighties, much more entertaining for me. And it did have a few bits that entertain me, but yeah, I'm not going to go crazy about it. So it's not terrible. It's not even. I'm giving it a little above above average, which would be a five. So six. Cool. Graham. Um, I'm I'm going to give it a seven. You know, yep. it, it, it's a film I remember from childhood. It, it's probably among the first horror films I ever saw. Um, it hasn't aged well, but it's it's still got enough charm and uh, and and even humour in there to make it worth a watch. So I'm going to give it a seven. Nice. How about you, Jess? Uh it's a classic, so I would say an eight. I really enjoyed wow. it. So you got good taste. Yeah. I think there's bias in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, hang on, hang on. What if somebody had made that film and it wasn't a classic? What, like Society? No. That's classic. a classic as That's well. That's classic no, bullshit. No, it is, is what a that classic. Is. <laughs> it's classically awful. But what, what, does, it, does it get extra marks just because it's iconic of the time? Yeah, I'd say. 
Fair enough. And she knows what she's talking about, Stephen. So you got. To well, therefore, that's, I, I have to accept that. In fact, regardless of that, you have to accept people's opinions. Mm. I just wondered whether you may even have to up your boner. I'm not upping my boner. <laughs> <laughs> so we will give it seven boners, which is which is good. It's good. Yeah, it's not well bad. Done. I, I enjoyed this. I only watched it last night. That <clears> was good. So let's move on to what we watched this week. Go on, then. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say, oh, fuck again. Oh, f- What have you been watching? Oh, seriously, fuck what have you been watching? There you go. <laughs> so that's an even longer delay this week. Right. Do you want me to go first? We want you to go. <laughs> Just get on with it, dude. <laughs> first <laughs> film I watched this week, I revisited Silent Hill. And I was with my 11-year-old son. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love playing the game on the PlayStation. What is Silent Hill about? It's a really quiet film about a hill. A hill. (laughs) So there's a place where I think... That's where I'll get confused. I think it was like... You get to the hill and you lose the ability to talk. It was a little town where there was a lot of... uh, factory work um metal works and stuff like that and that shit ain't silent i was gonna say to be fair that sounds like a noisy hill <laughs> and i should read the uh thing to you synopsis is that how you say it synopsis yeah. i always hear i always hear you say it and i just cringe <laughs> i was like yeah because i'm gonna say it wrong every time it's like reanimator yeah a woman Rose goes in search for her adopted daughter within the confines of a strange, desolate town called Silent Hill. That's crap. That's not really telling you what's going on, is it? Oh my <laughs> we don't god! Know. We don't oh know. You're the one god. who's watched it. So I far, have, I know it's like, about a metalworks on a hill. Yeah, and there, there's anyway. When they get there, there is a small kind of time. That once they're there, a bit like the Evil they Dead, they the can't get back war. out again. Yeah, they can't get back out again. And she's mm-hmm. lost her daughter and she goes looking for her. But, like, I'm not sure if it's an hour, a half hour, but at some point, kind of, it's like a new dimension where evil just comes out and tries to kill people or kills them. And, and these very strange Does it looking do it monster things and babies. And no, it's, I think it's just the place. It's called Silent Hill. Oh. Um, That's disappointing. And. It's quite gory in parts, and and the special effects are pretty good, and like everything turns to ashes at the end, so it's like raining ash all the time. Mm. Um, are you sure it's not just snowing? No, it looks a bit like snow, but it's not snow; it's ash. So I used to play it on the Xbox and the PlayStation, and I love the series. To be honest, mm. the monster—if anyone's played the Evil Within—there's kind of monsters from that that look. In Silent Hill, it obviously burrows it. Um, it's it's just a quite a good film until it gets to the end, and then it's a bit bit of a mess, hmm. I would say. So it feels um, like a waste of time. Well, it kind of does because an hour or so in, and you're like, yeah, this is good. It's like, and then it's just as a shit ending where it's just trying to crap cram everything in, and oh, anyway, so so. It was okay. I'll give it kind of a six. I own it. I've got the second one to watch as well. I think I've seen it, but I've got Silent Hill Revelations to watch, which I'll watch next week. 
The second film I watched was called Willow Creek, and that was on Shudder, and that was about some people. It was kind of found footage stuff um, going to look for Bigfoot. Mm. What was that? What was that? Someone shouting know, it there. sounded like Bigfoot arrived. That was my other half, sorry. My half Bigfoot. Is that what you call him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he... So they, they, they go looking. They go out in the middle of kind of nowhere, really, um, to Willow Creek. And they're trying to find evidence. And they put up camp, and then all night, it's a bit like Blair Witch, really. It's got that feel to it. And there's quite a good... I'd, I'd watch it. If you liked Blair Witch, then you might well like this film. Um, they're sat in a tent late at night, just the two of them, male and a female. Um, and there's rustling going on everywhere, and then it's right next to the tent, and the tent moves, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, that builds up for about 15, 20 minutes, and everyone ends up dead. So uh, that was Willow Creek. It was pretty good, I would say. I'll probably give it a six. Now, I spoke last week about watching a film called The Droving. Remember me kind of raving a bit about that? Um, and there's a, another film. Well, there's another film by the same director whose name was George Popoff um, and the same actor, Daniel Oldroyd. I think it's Oldroyd, so Daniel Oldroyd. Um, and it's a story called Hex. And it's about the English Civil War, two opposing soldiers find themselves trapped in the forest, controlled by a witch. And at first they want to kill each other and then they've got to work together. Um, Sounds and like the makings of some kind of magical rom-com. It was, it was good. I really like the actor, this Daniel Oldroyd. He's got something. He could be... He's a northern lad, Yorkshire or wherever he's from, but he really could have played anyone in Game of Thrones and done it really well. Really, really could. Great actor. Could have played Jon Snow. Could have, you know, that's what I thought. As soon as I saw him, and I've watched him in a couple of films now, he's just really, really good. So that I'd give a seven. Enjoyed it. And it was made for a grand. Wow. And that's on Prime. There's so, hope for Shed Squirrel yet. But some of the fight scenes are not great. You know, they've got swords and stuff, and, and and they're not great. But it's just it's a good story and well acted, and I think that makes a film. You've got good actors. And... <clears throat> what did you say that was actually called? I missed it. This one's called Hex, H-E-X. And it's oh, there might be other Hex. This is 2017. Um, but The Droving and Hex are both on Prime, and, you know, they don't cost anything. And Yeah. It's just... In- Interesting movies, well acted. I'm just curious to see a film that was made for a grand. Well, there's only three actors in it, I think, pretty much. Yeah, um, no, no, the, the witch just, and, I'll, and the I'll two swear lads. That there, there must be some dabbling of the figures going on there, unless it's like a, a, a just a buddy or student project. It's well, I would say, because like. After watching the driving, this this director's got something because they look amazing at times, and they look expensive. So I I don't know if he's doing it for that cheap. He's obviously got some talent, so I don't know what's coming next from him. But yeah. <sighs> they follow us on Twitter. Well, I can't remember what their uh, 
their company was cool. But they do they do follow us on Twitter, so it is definitely worth a watch out there. So they were both on Prime. So I think Hex is the first one, and the, and the driving was the second one. Well, at last I finished a book called The Groomer, which is about. It was an instructional book. No, it was it was about some people and they abduct children and they do nasty things to them and lovely. But there's one of the children that goes missing. Her dad does not give up, and he basically tracks down people from the sex register or whatever they want to call it and gradually gets the information and gets to the the person who actually abducted them and then to the person is people that were making the videos and stuff and it's absolutely brutal and it actually what i thought i was going to put the book down because it was quite brutal at times actually in the end it had a pretty good ending and um but each well what's the best way of saying it really each kill was even more brutal than the last the way he was getting information out and then he just loses the plot a bit at the end after finding out something happened to his daughter but it ended well in the end so you know i've been reading this book for about a month and uh glad i finished it really and i will move back to jason brant's the gate jason brant's book the gate so uh i'm halfway through that one as well and that's going really well so steve did yeah. you watch anything or no, 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 nothing. Well, not not a film. I didn't watch no. any other films this week. Too busy. Squeezed in your YouTube session here and there down the rabbit hole type stuff, but nothing worthy of report. I was gonna I was gonna ask you the other day. Did you ever watch Salad Fingers on YouTube? <laughs> what is that? Because it's a series that I really enjoyed. Jess knows what I'm talking about, don't you? I can tell yeah. that. I, hear, I can yeah. hear the sniggering. Yeah. So this was a big thing when I was in school. So I, I really like Salad Fingers, and I quite honestly watch it, Steve. I, I revisit. It's very weird. But I re, it's a cartoon, but I revisit it quite a lot when I'm feeling a bit down or something. I need cheering up, or I want to be depressed even more. I watch yeah. a bit, of, a bit of Salad Fingers. It's very, very strange. But funny. I bet, is that yeah, the one with is. the rusty spoons? Rusty spoons. Yeah. yeah spoons. Wow. Um, and he's got some other weird videos on his YouTube channel, this guy as well. well I'm surprised you haven't watched it. It's, but, uh, well, hang on. What, the, the channel's called uh, Salad Fingers. The, or the, video? the channel? Je- Jess is in charge of that stuff. What's, what's he called, Jess? Uh, that's a very good question. Give me two seconds to let my brain figure that out. It goes Sounds like your tappy. fingers are figuring it out. Uh, <laughs> is it David Firth? Oh, David yeah. Firth. Okay. Right. So, so if you subscribe to it, there's some weird stuff on his channel. Okay. Um, but worth a watch, I think. Anyway, I'll give it a look. So sorry, I just jumped it because you were talking about YouTube. I was just, I'd been watching a little bit of. Well, yeah, well, that's, that's the thing. When you haven't got a lot of time, I can handle sort of They're bite-sized f- clips on YouTube. They are a couple of minutes. Yeah, exactly. So that's the kind of thing I end up doing rather than trying to sit and watch a movie during the week a lot of the time. So that that will be good. I'll check it out. Oh. I'm glad, Abby. You, Graham, Salad Fingers, or. No, I haven't been watching Salad Fingers, although I have just done a YouTube search while you were all talking about it to see whether yeah. I deem it worth watching. Um, 
And <laughs> well, no, 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 I've searched. It. I haven't watched any yet. Come on, I haven't had that. You've got to watch them in order as well, because even re- he made a newer one recently. Oh, oh God, oh, it sounds like that, that's a rabbit hole I may not want to go down. Oh, just watch but, it. I reckon um, it's about twenty minutes of your time. No, I've, in total. Uh, you know, I I haven't watched any movies that I can recall this week. Um, other than Poltergeist, obviously, I did rewatch it for the purposes of this. Um, Thanks for the update. Whilst, I, <laughs> whilst I've been whilst I've been sitting at work, I've mostly this week <laughs> been. <laughs> I have been so mostly sad. watching salad. <laughs> yeah, that's what went through my well, mind. You haven't I been eating, have you? The other, the other week, I did watch. <laughs> I did watch the the fast show live on YouTube. Ooh, um, which was. Actually, a nice little trip down memory lane. But, um, no, mo- mostly I- I've been watching Humans on, uh, on Netflix. This, did you say humans? Humans. <laughs> humans. Are you from Norfolk? Humans. Humans. He watched Humans on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday. He watched Humans. No, no, I, I've been watching. On his I've been watching it all week because you know there's there's like three series to get through, and each one's something like eight eight episodes long, which is bizarre. I've never seen never seen Humans. I'd, I'd say it's worth a watch. It's it's about this um, human. It's about sort of alter- <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the opposite actually. It, what it's about is what's the opposite um, of a human. An alien, a non-human, a non-human. Well, that's yeah, many that things. Would be, that would be literally the opposite of a human, would it not? No, nah, that's literally everything that's not a human. Well, exactly. That's that's a very unspecific. Want. Be a bit more specific, <laughs> if you let me explain. Okay. It, okay, you it's go ahead. about. Uh, it, it's based in current times, but the in society they they have um, what they call synthetics which are robotic people as servants, slaves, whatever you want to call them. Non-humans. Non-humans. Non-humans, yeah. They, mm-hmm. they are humanoid um, ah. uh, mechanical... Now we're getting somewhere. Humanoids. Humanoid. Yes. They yeah. are humanoid mechanical beings. Like mm-hmm. Crichton. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they are in human likeness. They, they have different coloured eyes... To humans wow. to distinguish them, the, the, the eyes are illuminated, and they are. This is incredible tech. How are they doing the... that? <laughs> do, do they look like humans? Yes, yes, but with illuminated Not... eyes. Uh, that when, stand when, out. When, when you they? when you buy a synth, bright eyes. When you buy, <laughs> <laughs> not that bright. When you buy a synth, you do get as part of the welcome pack, you get the adult settings card. Hang oh, okay. What, when you buy a synthesizer, you get a human. A humanoid. No, a, That's a very a weird marketing pitch. <laughs> buy our synthesizer and get a humanoid with red eyes. Amazing deal. Yes. Two for one. No, but basically... The an adult is, handbook. Why the, are, what's that for? <laughs> it opens the adult settings. Oh. Oh. And what else does it open? Their legs. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's put it into Stephen understandable terms, shall we? Yeah, I need it broken down. Yes, yeah, so clearly. 
Otherwise, it might disappear. But that's over the whole it. thing: is that the um, <laughs> but there there are some of these that they call them synths, the synthetic humanoids. Yep. And there are some of them that are anomalous. They are not bound by the same programming as the commercial commercially available synths. Oh yeah. Okay. Is this British thing? Yes, it's it's British. Yeah. Right. Um, so, one family they buy a synth to help out around the house and make life a little easier. But it turns out that this particular synth they bought is one of these oddball, non-bound synths that has been reprogrammed. It's like Blade Runner. Uh, it's a road synth. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> and it, it, as I say, it's it's one continuous thing over three series. I'm not going to try and explain the whole thing, and I'm not no, going to no, give away no. too many spoilers. So no. I might watch that. It sounds interesting. It, 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 I, I find it a very interesting thing. It it it, it says a lot about um, it, it. It if you want to try and read into it, it can be quite political. You know, it, it's quite, it's a good it's a good show though. <laughs> oh Steve how are you holding yourself in there I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine yeah so no, it, I, I want to it, watch it, that it, 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 mm. yeah what happened <laughs> are you on the wine again Steve no no strictly no? Stella strictly Stella at the moment but I'm fairly early what? days I mean I had a sleep in the middle as well because I fell asleep during the film so I'm oh, reasonably that's why you only gave it a six. You didn't watch half of it. I did watch it. I went back and watched it. I'm just saying I, I annoyed myself. If in I, a way if I need I just... an excuse, I've been on the booze since four o'clock today. So you know. Yeah. Well, nice. I started a little bit earlier. Who's that, that shouting again? I had a sleep Rob. in the middle. Bloody hell, Rob! I told him I've been messaging him to shut up. He was like, "Sorry." Well, he's on the podcast anyway. Tell him I saw put him on there. What it's yeah. like trying to make a podcast? God damn it! <laughs> so... How about you, Jess? What have you watched this week? Um, so I haven't watched any films, but one of my favourite shows has a new uh, spin-off show, which Ooh. didn't have much hope for because spin-offs aren't always that great. Um, and it's an Amazon spin-off. Oh, I know what you're going to so, say. So, uh, The Walking Dead, yes. um, World Beyond. So, I love Fear the Walking Dead. I think that's great, um, especially recently. It's got a lot better in the last season, I think. Yeah. Um, but they've introduced uh, some people that I know in the main Walking Dead series, which I need to catch up on because I'm a few seasons behind. Um, so these people we're going to be seeing more of in World Beyond, which is set 10 years later um, after the apocalypse. And it's based around some teenagers uh, who have never left where they live. They live on like a college campus. So they've never experienced the outside world. And just this whole setting just seemed so weird to me. Like how have they never ventured outside of the walls? How have they never yeah. had, you know, the walkers break in or had other people try and break in? Um because when watching the other Walking Dead series, it's very hard to find somewhere to live without getting 
disturbed by the living or the dead. So um, it felt like they were just trying to do too much with it as well. Like the story, they're trying to fit a million things in in one episode already. They cough and to they, do that, don't they? And cock yeah, it up. The actors, I didn't think were that great either. Um, so you don't, you know, will you be watching the next one or? I don't. I feel like I need to because I love the whole show so much. But it is made by different people because yeah. The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead have the same creators um, and the people who wrote the comic books in. This new one has different writers, which I think is why I didn't kind of vibe with it so much. I guess. Yeah. Um, it looks a lot more clean as well. Like the editing and color correction in the Walking Dead series and the Fear the Walking Dead kind of all fits. It all looks the same. Um, but this just doesn't fit as no. well. So I don't know if I'll continue well, watching or not. Yeah, I, I haven't watched. I've only watched Walking Dead. I haven't seen the other series. Mm. Never got around to it. Um, time, really. I do like the Walking Dead. Sorry, I'm going to interject here, totally mm. off subject of Walking Dead, but there is one other thing I've watched this week, which is probably worth a mention. Yep. And that is the new series of Spitting Image. I've not watched that, and I probably nope. won't. Now, I know there's one person in the room who understands what I'm talking about. Well, I've watched the original, but I don't really want to do podcasts so anymore. Is, I'm bored of it all. I haven't watched know. anything new. I mean, I, I, I admit I have um, signed up to the service where it's being aired, and I've watched the first episode. It needs time to what find is that its on? feet again. It's on, it's on the Disney Channel? Oh. No, it's on, it's on BritBox. Oh. Ah. I which, don't know that anymore. I, I have found, actually, has got some very interesting programs in there but um which was right yeah there's another thing i, I watched uh, the in-betweeners movie on that this week as well oh nice yeah that was that was a bit of a laugh hasn't got the in-betweeners like too but i've got it on disc anyway so it's fine but nice um but yeah though the new spitting image i did watch that it's not up to par yet but it's it, it's getting there enough that it's it's worth sticking with, I think. See what they come up with in what gets released tomorrow. You know, it's a show that's been off the air for about thirty years. It's gonna it's gonna have to find its feet again. But yeah, so yeah, there, there oh, you yeah. Go. An- another what I've watched for you. What has he watched? Okay, it's good. So you can find us. On Twitter, on the Bones Horror Pod, don't find me. And, and on Facebook, I'm be sleeping on the... with one eye open tonight. I don't think they're too worried about you. I don't know. They might be. I, fi- I find that reassuring. Thanks, Kev. <laughs> Our Facebook on the Bones Horror Podcast, and you can contact con- contact what contact us on email on boneshorrorpod at gmail dot com, and we've got a YouTube channel. I think. Bones or a podcast. Not much on there at the moment, but apparently there's stuff being made. Is that right, dude? It's all going ahead. <clears throat> yeah, so there will be more content on there soon. Mm-hmm. So next week, 
We are, as it's going to be our episode 25, which is quite a big thing for us, we are going to revisit our very first episode, which was just me and Steve. Triangle. Um, I'm still pretty confused about it now, so hopefully. And this time they'll be able to hear us. Is it just you and Steve next week? No. So Jess will be on, you'll be on hopefully, and I think Paul will be on. So there should be five of us actually adding to the confusion. Carnage. Yeah. So that should be yeah. a lot of fun because it that is will quite a con- the listenership nicely, I think. Yeah. Wow. Didn't have as yeah, it's been I released like three podcasts in a week, so been quite a busy week last week. I think How Doctor Sleep and that, no four, I think. I think four came out because me and divorce papers being processed. Mm. She's fine. Gets me out of the house, doesn't it? So uh because we our last episode was um, the honeymoon phase, phase. Yeah. Uh, me, Jess, and Paul kind of just chatted about that for twenty minutes, and it was quite interesting film to watch. I enjoyed it. So you can revisit our one, or we'll go and watch the honeymoon phase. So anyway, we'll be back next week with episode twenty-five, Triangle. Mm. See you all then. See you later. Take care, dudes. Yeah.